0: all right we are here at the world as a vampire festival in brisbane and uh mate we are having the best day we are here with billy corgan how are you my friend
1: i'm very good as the as the locals say brizzy right we're in brizzy or brizzo brizzo when I was here ten years ago, they said Brizzy. So now the kids have turned into Brizzo. I think. It, it,
0: it's just going to be Bleh. or just so, Briz, Briz. Yeah, yeah Briz, Briz is a good one. <laughs> good one.
1: <laughs> of course, we have the Carrie Morton. The NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion.
2: Woo, that's right. That's right. First time here in Australia and, and Brizzy, so to speak. And, uh,
1: Brizzo.
0: Brizzo. Yeah. Brizzo. Or no. just, wait, yeah.
2: Who cares? I'm the champ. I can say whatever the <laughs> hell I want to. I can say whatever the hell I want to. If I want to call it Brizzy or Brizzo, whatever. But
1: no, it, first and foremost. We're of change it to Mortonland. Yeah. <laughs> Mortonland, that's Morton right. No, it,
0: it's cool to be here. Thanks for having us. No worries. And, uh, of course, this is the first of its kind in Australia, and it's such a diverse lineup. And it's like we got wrestling, we got a, a bunch of bands. Now, this has only happened what one, one other yeah, country?
1: W- yeah, we did it in Mexico City uh, recently, and uh, we had about thirty thousand people in Mexico City. And uh, on the wrestling side, it was the NWA versus AAA. AAA is the biggest Mexican-based uh, wrestling promotion, mm. so uh, it was a real honor to work with them. And then, of course, we had 30,000 fans coming out to see, you know, an incredible lineup of bands, you know. So uh, so the idea is to try to bring back a kind of a true alternative festival. Yeah. As we've seen with many of the major festivals that were once alternative, they've gone very pop, which is, you know, that's their business. It's all good. But I came of age at Lollapalooza in the 90s, mm-hmm. which at that point was a traveling festival. And it was very important for us and, of course, for a generation of fans to see a al- truly alternative lineup. And think of that lineup. Beastie Boys, George Clinton, uh, Green Day, Urge Overkill. Um, gosh, who else was on? The Breeders. I mean, it was an incredible yeah. lineup. And to this day, people still stop me and say I was there. And so you got to make memories. But it's very important to put over alternative culture.
0: Absolutely. I think especially for the kids these days, you know, that are coming up with the Internet and they're not experiencing that that like what we did. Well, you know, and I think you're bringing it back, man. You know,
1: in many ways, I mean, I grew up sort of uh, somewhat dispossessed by the world, and I think it's mm-hmm. even harder for young people today with the internet, the press, social pressures, identity being a huge issue. You know, who are you? And Yeah. I think it's important that young people, if they feel alienated by society, and many do, not everybody, but many do, they, they can come to a festival like The World is a Vampire and find like-minded people and to celebrate like-minded artists. Mm. And people, of course, always say, how does wrestling fit into that? Well, Wrestling really is one of the true last counterculture things in the world. Just the fact that anybody even asks a question, not that you have, but, you know, they kind of do the, why wrestling? Yeah, 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 yeah. That just shows you that it still remains outside the mainstream, and that's the whole point. We want to present an alternative culture, and it doesn't, of course, doesn't stop with wrestling. It's fashion and lots of other things.
0: Absolutely. Uh, were you there at the one over in.? Yeah, uh, I, I was in Mexico. And,
2: and with well, being said, on just to tie what Billy's saying, is uh, we brought a major wrestling company to Australia, and that hasn't happened in quite some change. And, you know, and I'll, I'll notably say uh, WWE was here a few years ago, but until then. The National Wrestling Alliance is in Australia, and that itself is just a key of appreciation of what uh, Billy and the crew is doing to uh, bring prize possessions back into professional wrestling, especially in a place of Australia that uh, wrestling is limited uh, to, a, to a certain interior. And so that's it's a really cool uh, thing, that, and it's something that I get to appreciate as well, uh, is joining in this and getting to be a part of this.
1: Plus, the NWA it has a history. Going way back in Australia, I don't know if you know anything about that, but the NWA used to have, you know, matches in Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I remember the posters. So, yeah, so, so yeah. it's like the, the history there is important too to recouple that history. A
0: so. lot of fans of wrestling in Australia. Yeah, well, a lot you know, of fans. They like
1: their tough music.
0: Yeah. They like oh, their the beer. Heavy stuff. They like their yeah.
1: beer. Yes. They like their Enjoy. tough music. Yeah, oh, that's me. I love the beer. Yes, <laughs> I love the beer. <laughs> I love the beer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think
0: we will become and best friends. Uh,
1: yeah. uh, like I just went to a rugby game the other night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't see anybody wearing any helmets. They, they they like it rough here, as we know. We, we don't So do. so no. the, our brand of professional wrestling, which is very smash mouth, you know, we're very physical. As we'll see here later today, Mm. uh, we have a a, a young local, Lucille Brawl, going against two NWA superstars in Italian Markova and Kenzie Page. Um, You're going to see a brand of wrestling on the ladies' side that most people would not, you know. We've had plenty air of uh, uh, ladies having pillow fights. This will not be a pillow fight. (laughs) These ladies are oftentimes will be, when you watch the entire show, you'll see the ladies oftentimes are tougher than the men, and that's saying
0: something. Well, a lot of them are down here. My wife's tougher than me. I, I, I wanted to go to the toilet before, and I was going to ask you <laughs> to escort me because I didn't want to walk through what was going on over there. Like, that was some pretty intense
1: stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll punch you in the face, no problem. Punch I, in the I'm face. I've been married. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I know all about that. That's illegal in America, so I'm just going to say that. Full disclaimer. Oh. Amazing, amazing.
0: But, of course, I mean, your buddy's Jane's Addiction. You're bringing yeah. those guys out here as well.
1: And uh, I, I, I always feel like I'm saying it wrong. Is it Amel and the Sniffers or Amel in the Amel. Sniffers? Amel. See, Amel. Amel. In, 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 in America, we yeah, would say Amel, right? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Amel and the Sniffers. Very that, looking perfect. forward to seeing them live. Um, many Intense. people have told me, go out of your way to see this band live. Of course, I heard the band's music, but so I'm very
0: curious to see that. It's very Australiana. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Hey, it's,
1: listen, this, this country has given us... ACDC mm-hmm. in excess. Uh, I mean, a lot of great rock and roll. Um, so it, it's hard to explain because I, I spent a lot of time here. Um, as some people know, I was in a relationship with someone who was Australian. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in Australia. Until you're really here and you see the way people live here, you start to understand why the rock and roll is the way it is. Yeah. A little tougher. Yeah. Uh, a
0: little nerdy, dirtier. Right up Sleazier. the middle, yeah, like straight, yeah. straight up the middle, right. Sleazy, sleazy, right down the guts. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Even a great band like Midnight Oil. I mean, like even from the messaging point of view, like mm. straight at you, no dancing around, like boom, right at you.
0: Now I don't know how you are with spiders, but we have uh no spiders. Will you guys swear got a lot of things here that kill. We people. do, That's all I know, but we but have but we not, have not, a s- not just the
1: wives. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, no we wives. we
0: actually have a saying <laughs> down here. Um, we didn't come here to fuck spiders. Have you heard that one? No, I have not heard that. There right. you go. It means we not didn't come here to fuck around. We didn't come here to fuck spiders. So yeah, that's yeah, a, so yeah. So if you go up to someone say, "Oh, do you reckon I think you a new you'll new go, co- go alright?" and you go, "Didn't come here to fuck spiders, <laughs> mate." That's it what would you been say been to true. him, looking dead in the eye. Do. Like there's so many
1: legs to get around. Yeah, and they're small.
0: Yeah, it's I'm true. I'm just trying to
1: visualize that. All I know is you guys got a lot of stuff here that can. I mean, and not just the wives. Yeah. No, <laughs> like yesterday, I went to the uh, the, the koala, uh, like a like a koala zoo, mm-hmm. That's right, uh, like a bit of a rescue koala zoo. Not the Steve Irwin family. No, 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 zoo, no the other different,
0: one. the one here. Ro- oh, no, no, no.
1: Yeah, yeah, very cool, uh, and uh, and yeah, of course the koalas, they got a kind of a mellow thing. They're all dosed out on eucalyptus leaves. But you go over by the kangaroo area, man. The kangaroos do not play. Oh no, They do not fight? play. Yeah, they, 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 they play? They no, 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 but I'll tell you, you get, you get close to a kangaroo and you're like, I ain't... You look at those... <laughs> those <laughs> oh, yeah. they, you know, kids in America, kangaroo, uh, the pouch and... Oh no. No, no, not right. no, not here. No, no, they, they will, stand they stand will, will fuck you up
0: real quick. Yeah, they literally
2: boxing on with people. They do videos on
0: the internet
2: of them standing on
1: the. You just gave me an idea. Kerry Moore, Anyway, junior Jr. heavyweight champion versus a kangaroo. Well, listen, I'm red. great. You know what? I
2: will happily... I Believe this or not, true story, real quickly. I was with Jeff Hardy. Are you familiar with Jeff Hardy? Yes, yeah, the Hardy absolutely. Boy. Superstar. Yes. Uh, Jeff Hardy, he was filming something of his brother, and uh, they decided Matt Hardy is a creative genius and in, in all these creative ideas, and they decided that Jeff should fight a kangaroo. And, and this is on a video on, on YouTube within the webs. And, well, Jeff is kind of imaginary faking, and this kangaroo absolutely whoops the living hell out of Jeff Hardy. I'm telling you, <laughs> whoops Hardy his ass. <laughs> yeah, man. Whoops his ass all over the place. So from that along... I don't think I want to mess with any kangaroos. And I, quite frankly, I don't think a kangaroo wants to mess with the world junior boy champion. Oh, no, I don't think so either. Oh, no. well, kangaroos aren't that no. smart.
1: Ch- Challenge given. <laughs> Challenge given. <laughs> if you're watching this and you're a kangaroo. Skippy? skippy? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, out yeah. Yeah. you're out of your yeah, league, skippy, pal. Skippy. You're out of your you league, pal. You that's don't want to mess
0: with this. <laughs> <laughs> now, I did, uh, did want to ask you about the new album, Autumn. Yes, sir. Which I absolutely love so far. Thank you, thank you. The third part, May 5th. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Now, this whole concept that's coming together, how long's that been? How far back? Because I know it connects to Melancholy and Machina.
1: Yeah, about four or five years. Okay. Um, about four or five years ago, I when James came back to the band, I pitched the boys on this crazy idea I had, and their response was something along the lines of like, <laughs> which means, which in which to those listening, that means no. Oh, <laughs> so during the pandemic, you know, hey, you guys were in heavy lockdowns over here. So were we. I started to go crazy, and I thought I got to do something. Yeah. So I just started making the album. I didn't say, hey, I'm going to make this album. I just started making it. <laughs> so they were kind of like roped into it without really saying. It. They've, they've they still haven't said yes, but um, yeah, it was <laughs> so like, it now. Was, but look, it, uh, two years of work, literal mm-hmm. work, um, 33 songs. And even the box set of Autumn has 10 extra songs. So, for us, it's 43 songs that are coming out with this box set. So, a real labor of love. But the crazy thing is, is everybody but everybody told me, don't do it. Not the band. Like, people around us. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a bad idea. they said
0: the same thing about Melancholy, and look at that shit. Oh, they told me. Look at
1: that. The record company at the time begged me, like, on their, not literally, but on their hands and knees, like, please don't release a double album. It's career suicide. You're... You're coming off this massive album in Siamese Dream. Don't do it. And we did it. And, it, and it not only was our, our most successful record, it's one of the biggest albums that's ever been sold, mm. You know, which in, in America went diamond, which is crazy. I think only 26, 7 albums have ever gone diamond. Okay, so you think if you'd done that and succeeded, people kind of leave you alone. No, they're still like, no, no, this is written. This, <laughs> oh, now, this one's really a bad idea. I mean, it was the 90s and MTV. Now it's a really bad idea. And so I persisted in the thing. And it's been our most successful album, probably, you could argue, since Melancholy. Man. Adora was successful, but a lot of people didn't like it because it was kind of more mellow.
0: That's my favorite Pumpkins album. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah. I love it, too. And, uh, but, uh, So somehow, putting it together with Melancholy and Machina as Mm. a sequel, kind of getting back to certain type of music, not just rock, because people point to that, but also what the Pumpkins are good at, which is kind of going in areas where you shouldn't go and putting things together you should put together. And somehow it's like, people are like, oh yeah, you guys are good at that. Like somehow it's all kind of worked out. So uh, blessings to everybody on that because it's been a fun, fun cycle, not to be too businessy, but...
0: Oh, but the guitar stuff on there as well, I absolutely love because look... Look, I'm just going to say it. I brought something. You may
1: be the NWA Junior Heavyweight Champion, but mate, I can play
0: no. I will say I've, I have something here that's my f- one of my cherished Uh-oh. possessions. Uh uh-huh. oh. Uh-huh. 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 What is this here? Did, now did, this is what that even What are we see? Look here? at that. Look at wow. that. I guessed it. This I've had this since the opening y'all. week. No. Is one of my look cherished you, things. Billy. Now you, you interviewed Eddie, Eddie. Do you want to hear the backstory oh, of this? do. I want to hear the backstory. Yes, please. All right. So, so.
1: You know, so this would have been 98. Uh, pumpkins, you know, on top of the world. You know, the world is your oyster kind of stuff. And a vampire. <laughs> and uh, and so I had a good relationship with this magazine at the time. And I said, I would really like to interview Eddie Van Halen. Mm. Now, first of all, Van Halen, total legend. Arguably the greatest guitar player ever. And they have a very good relationship. And they, and they need him to sell album covers. So suddenly they're like, why do you want to interview? They got very suspicious and I said, because he's one of my idols, and I would love to introduce him and his music to a, a generation of alternative fans that wouldn't think they would necessarily like Van Halen. Because mm. most of my generation would be like, oh, Van Halen, that's another, that's another music, and yeah, yeah. it's not, I'm an alternative, you know. I like Soundgarden, I don't like Van Halen. And I, my argument, and, and I talk about it in the interview, is Van Halen really is an alternative band. Absolutely. If you really look at it, they really are. Um, Van Halen made music that only Van Halen made. The fact that they're kind of classified as sort of a hair rock doesn't really get down to the root of their music. So, um, and they were, so I got to go to Eddie's house and sit with him for four hours. Quick story you know, Eddie's right there, like where your camera is. He's right there and he's playing guitar. And it's like, okay, first of all, I've been playing. My dad was a guitar player. You stand in front of Eddie Van Halen and watch Eddie Van Halen play guitar from you from like two feet away. And he's like, he's smoking a cigarette and he's like this. (laughs) And you're like, how does he even do that? It's sho- I mean, shocking. Shocking level of musicianship. And he's laughing, and he's smoking, and he's like, wait. And then he goes, and I knew he wasn't a fan, right? But he agreed to the interview. Yeah. So, and what I mean by a fan is, my guess is, I, don't, I didn't imagine he sat down and listened to Melancholy, right? You know what I mean? He might have heard a song, but it's yeah, not like yeah, he's yeah. sitting there listening to it. So he goes, he goes you play a guitar, right? Said, yeah. He goes, takes the guitar off, play. On the spot. To me. Okay, what are you going to play in front of Eddie Van Halen? Like, 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 La Bamba? You know yeah. what I mean? La, la 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 Bamba. I mean, what am I going to play? So I go, okay. So I just jumped. I went for it. I started playing like how I would play. And he goes, oh, yeah. you can play. Yeah. You want to talk about a compliment? Yeah, dude. Because he was suspicious. Alternative guy. He saw that I could actually play the guitar. And, of course, I grew up listening to him. So I knew kind of what he thinks is good. And I wasn't trying to play like him, but I know I learned a lot from him. Let's put it that way. So when he saw that I could play and he goes, Oh, you could play, I was like, All right, I've survived this test. And the other other story, real quick, for Van Halen fans, I said to him, You know, there's all these legendary stories about the amp that you played on Van Halen 1 and 2, the Marshall. And, you know, 5150? No, no, but the the, the original amp that was like on Van Halen 1. Ah, yes, of course. You know, the amp that he played through Eruption, like that amp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for guitar players. It's like, you know, the Rosetta Stone or something, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we'd heard all these stories about power things he would do and all this science stuff he would do. And he goes, ah, that's all bullshit. I didn't do anything. <laughs> right? Which means, it's me. It's me you're listening. And I go, do you still have that amp? He goes, oh, yeah. And he takes me around a corner and, like, in a pile of shit and other amps. He's like, it's on the bottom of the pile. It's like, there it is. And, like. That's the amp. Like, that's the amp. <laughs> the one that like 8 million guitar players went like to try to play like me. He's like, yeah, there it is. And to this day, Because he said, he was a really, truly nice guy. And we were blessed because uh, I got to see Eddie at different times through the years. And even yeah. he came to one of our gigs once. You wanted to talk about Great Honor. But I still kick myself because he was being very cool that day. I didn't say, can we set that up and let me try it?
0: Oh, imagine if you did I was like, you'd still be there. You'd still be there if you had. Them. That's right. Yeah. I'd still be up there. Would be uh, here today. I'd still be up there in uh, in Coldwater
1: Canyon, <laughs> there in LA.
0: Oh man! Because was that, I, was
1: that worth our time? Was that a good? That story? was beautiful. Right, because
0: I, I I just want to say because I feel as as someone who, pump. Look, I've told him pumpkins are my favorite band of all time. You're my favorite songwriter and guitarist. So it was important for me to 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 read that and pay attention that you carried on... I feel like you've carried on his musical legacy in so many ways and expanded on it. No one was doing what what you guys were doing. and appreciate that. It's incredible. Well,
1: quick thing is, when we came into alternative music, or what it wasn't called alternative music then, New Wave or whatever yeah, you yeah, call yeah. it in the 80s, people from the first probably year of the band... We're literally telling us, you can't do this, you can't do that. You can't play guitar solos. Your songs are too long. What's this weird music? Your voice is too weird. We were always told, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I mean, over and over. And even when we got successful, people are like, you're still wrong. Mm. So you learn early on in alternative music that when they go, so um, what are your influences? And you go, well, Black Sabbath and Queen and Boston. And, and they go, some indie guy. With a funny mustache. She goes, you listen to those bands? Like, you don't listen to Joe and the T-shirts, you know <laughs> what I mean? You know, you know, Ricky and the Ringtones? And we're like, no, we listen to Black Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> so we learned right away that alternative music, at least in that culture, it wasn't cool to like people like Van Halen. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm in alternative music, and you're telling me that there's rules, and the more they told me there were rules, the more I wanted to break them. So on that level, me going out of my way to interview eddie um and 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 say because they wanted to put me on the cover so no no i want to be on the cover with eddie you understand that means something to me yeah man and i want to share my love of van halen with other people it's hard for people to understand back then now it seems more like well of course people get together and do stuff you know what i mean back then it was really frowned upon
0: and it man broke the mold for me brother broke them all for me but uh, of course I mean what's next for for Smashing Pumpkins and the World's is Vampire Tour it's going to go global we're going to have more we're going to come back well let's start with wrestling we're going on of tour course. this
1: summer uh, hopefully Carrie will be on that tour I, I hope you'll be there
0: oh most definitely
1: uh, we're doing uh, 26 shows this summer with uh, Rival Sons and uh, Interpol And on select dates, STP when Interpol can't be there. So either way, both bills, fantastic bill. And we'll also have on most of the dates, not all because of logistics, uh, the NWA will be on those shows, just like we're here uh, in Australia with The World is a Vampire. So uh, so in one year, you're talking Mexico, Australia, and now America. So a total of, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of 36, 37 dates for the NWA to reach a totally... You know, a different audience yes and as we saw and I, I, I want you to speak to this real quick as we saw in mexico city our brand of wrestling is very uh open-minded towards people who don't watch wrestling and that goes back to what i was saying about music i don't like when people say these are the rules and here's the box um i took a very strange mm. form of music and i made it popular for people who didn't think they would like that type of music it's the same thing we want to do with wrestling we want to bring we, we his, fa- his father ricky moore and the great legend hall of famer for wwe I mean, he grew up in an age. That's what you did. You didn't. You didn't say wrestling's only for these people and not for these people. The business wasn't taking the wrestling to everybody.
2: That's the that's the truth. And listen, and as Billy said, we as a wrestling company, a major wrestling company, we're here to make boundaries. You know, we're here to excel what we've already exceeded. Uh, quite frankly, and with that being said. Uh, we, you know, having been here in Australia, having new faces look at the National Wrestling Alliance and these top-tier athletes, uh, come to this country, excel in wrestling, and, and, and absolute dominate the competition, what else can we well, not hold do? Hold on,
1: I, I, I have to say, uh, where we're taping this, we've had two matches so far. Well, the, the the Australian talent just kicked our ass. we're, oh. we're down 2-0.
2: Listen, we're not going to talk about that right now, okay? Because uh, Australian boys, they, they're not—they can't compare to Kerry Morton, okay? So <laughs> the, uh.
1: Billy can speak on
2: on one and <laughs> half of the interview time, but they can't compare well, we we to Kerry today.
1: You're going to go that way, and I'm going to go that way. <laughs>
0: I <don't laughs> want yeah. Can I just ask a question? you like every, every time you get in the ring, do you put that belt on the line? Like, do you put it on the line every time you fight here? Or
2: no, that's a big—that's a big deal for me. Is I am a traveling champion, a traveling reigning defending champion. So with this championship, it is the legitimate. World Championship. You know, this is a twenty-five thousand dollars belt. So, with that being said, I want to have a lot of pride with this belt and a lot of prestige. So, everywhere I go, within the weight limits and the boundaries, I will defend this championship. Yeah. So If you are ever fight in Australia just say you lose, you don't lose the belt. No, if I lose it's tonight, if works. I if I lose in attendance tonight, then I lose this prized possession wow. of mine. Yeah. One, one wow. loss gone. One loss and gone, and so there's not. I've got your back,
0: brother. I've I'll been I'll there with you, man. Like that looks
2: good on you. Well, I'll, I've got you back. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I fight like and, and, a kangaroo. The champ. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no. Listen, the, the champ looks good with uh, with titles. And, and quite frankly, this is not just the only belt that Kerry Morton's going to see. When I come back to Australia, maybe next year, in the next couple of years, I'm going to have more championships. My bag's uh. going to be so heavy, I'm going to have to check in a few more bags. That's just how it goes.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, boys, thank you for hanging thank out on the you show. talking to everybody. We'll have all the dates for uh, the Worlds of Vampire Tour all down here in the ch- show notes of the. Website wherever it is, uh, get your tickets that- yeah. now. Click here. See the click. boys. Click heavy ever black. Let's go. Thanks for coming. Thank you.